0: Welcome to the Dr. Berg Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Now, your host, the man taking your health to a whole new level, Dr. Eric Berg. So, I want to show you how to feel refreshed when you wake up in the morning. Now, I'm curious, how do you feel when you wake up in the morning? Are you refreshed? Are you grouchy? Are you irritable? Are you exhausted? Are you just a little bit tired? Go ahead and comment in this section down below and I'm going to read all the comments. I'm really curious. So the best way or indication of whether you really rested or not, I'm not just talking about sleeping, I'm talking about really resting and feeling rejuvenated, is how you feel when you wake up in the morning as well as how you feel through the entire day. So the real key and most important factor of sleeping is the sleep hormone called melatonin. Now, melatonin is a hormone that is triggered by darkness. Okay. So when it's dark at night and there's less light going in through the eye and into the brain, you're going to trigger the pineal gland to convert serotonin into melatonin, make you tired, help you sleep. During the day when it's light out, or if you have light in the room, that's going to go through the eye into the retina, into the brain and turn off melatonin. Now, melatonin is vitally important for your immune system. And this also explains why when people don't sleep that well, they get sick. So the less sleep you have, less melatonin you have, the, the greater the risk of getting infections, having heart problems, and many other diseases. Now, the other thing to know is that melatonin is a very powerful antioxidant. So having enough melatonin can actually help your body from free radical damage, and it could potentially help extend your life. Now, the problem with taking melatonin as a supplement, which I don't recommend, is that you're taking a hormone, and then over time, your body just produces less. It will compensate. So I don't like the option of taking melatonin as a sleep aid at all. Now, here's another big problem with melatonin. As you age, your melatonin decreases, and this is why when you get older, You just can't sleep as long. And this then increases your risk for other types of problems. Also, melatonin is a powerful anti inflammatory. So, when you don't sleep, you tend to be more stiff, you have more pain, more inflammation. When is the best time to go to bed? Well, ideally when it gets dark out, but you know that usually doesn't happen, but I would recommend between 10 and 11 o'clock p.m. That would be the best time to go to bed. Ideally, you have certain hormone waves called circadian waves that are, that come up and down, and they run about every 90 uh, minutes. And so you want to catch the wave between 10 and 11. And sometimes when you stay up, especially after 12 midnight, it, it might be more difficult. Uh, to get to sleep because you have your second wind, which basically means that you're working against these waves. And sometimes you have to wait and catch the wave before you can actually get into uh, a deeper sleep. So I notice a lot of times people are tired around, let's say 9, 930 or even 10, and they push themselves. They're watching TV and then all of a sudden they wake up and now they, they're awake for maybe 90 minutes. This is why that occurs. So right now, let's talk about all the things that you can do to enhance melatonin in your body. Number one, when you go to bed, keep the lights off. What happens when people go to bed, they have all these lights going on. They have their cell phone. They might have their laptop. They might have the TV going on. We want to start to shut down some of these lights and have more dark go into the retina. So just realize the less lights you have in the room, the better. Okay. So lights out would be number one. Number two, fluoride. Just so happens that fluoride Interferes with the pineal gland. It can even create problems with calcium buildup, calcification. So get a good water filter to filter this out. I'll put a link down below for some recommendations for water filters. I've done some videos on that. Um, But tap water usually has the uh, fluoride in it. And as a side note, you might just find that your skin will be so much better, especially if you have acne. Number three, um, glycine. Okay. Is an amino acid that has a really good um, effect on serotonin. It can increase serotonin. Uh, you would take one to two grams before bed. Okay, That could help you as well. Number four, reducing your blue light. I'm talking about the blue light on your computer screen, on your TV screen. Blue light can reduce melatonin. So you can get various sunglasses that filter out blue light. But another way to do this is just to get the free apps that you can download on your computer to filter out the blue light and you'll notice that be less eye strain. All right, number 5. You want to get sun exposure and vitamin D during the day. Because what happens is melatonin and the sun and vitamin D work kind of like opposing each other. So what we want to do during the day is we want to turn off melatonin so it can recharge and at night we want to turn it on. So we don't want to necessarily live in the darkness. So the combination of sun, vitamin D, and melatonin at night because it's stimulated by darkness is a very good way to help to turn off this little switch that you have going on. Because what happens if you just don't get enough sun or vitamin D, then melatonin doesn't seem to work at night effectively. Number six, obviously we want to reduce stress as much as possible. You want to somehow change your environment, go for long walks in the park, and just get away from stress because stress will also shut down melatonin. Actually, cortisol will shut down melatonin, and that's the stress hormone. And of course, caffeine will interrupt the um, natural production of melatonin, uh, as will alcohol. Now, what's interesting with this next one is that not only does darkness stimulate melatonin, but cold will have a stimulatory effect on melatonin. So if your temperature is cooler okay, in your room, you'll stimulate melatonin. So I like to keep the temperature roughly about 68 degrees. Um, I actually like sleeping when it's a little bit colder. And lastly, and most importantly, we're going to talk about EMFs for a little bit, okay? Electromagnetic frequencies. Let me just go to this next board right here. This is a very important topic. So what is this EMF? Well, it stands for electromagnetic Fields. So, this pertains to the amount of uh, certain types of frequencies or energies that are around your space, okay? And what we're going to be talking about is around your body. Now, I don't want to get too much into the woods in this video, um, but I do want to talk about a very important um, space where you actually spend one third of your life, which is in bed in relationship to EMFs, because you may find with what I'm about to tell you that this could be the big reason why you are not sleeping one of the things that uh, you could do is you can get a device i have quite a few and these are emf devices and they can pick up different frequencies on this one it has magnetic fields and it has electrical fields okay so that's what we're going to be focusing on with this video Um, we also have radio fields right here that would be like the cell phone signals that are coming off I'm not going to get into that at this point, but I want to talk about electrical fields and magnetic fields. And I think the best way to explain this is a water hose, okay? So if you turn on the water hose, you have this current or this pressure of water that's going through the hose, right? And it's spraying out. So this would be equivalent to plugging in an electrical cord into the wall and then turning on the light, okay? We have the on switch we have the electrical current going through, and then we have the light right here. So this is going to generate electrical fields as well as magnetic fields. Now, if I turn off this part right here, so there's no more water coming out, that would be equivalent to turning off the light. And you may then think that the electrical fields and the magnetic fields will just completely go away, but they don't. And you still have voltage or pressure in that line. All you did is you turn off the light at this end. It's still plugged into the wall over here. Same thing with the water hose. If we turn off right here, we still have pressure in this line, okay? Why? Because it's still turned on over here. So let's take a look at your bed right here, okay? So you're sleeping in your bed, you have your nightstand, and you have your light right here. This light is plugged into the socket. You might have your alarm clock right here. You might even have your cell phone sitting right here, which we'll talk about in a second. So you turn off the light, but guess what? It's still plugged in, and you're still going to have electrical fields and even magnetic fields that can extend six to eight feet from the socket. Now, if you don't believe me, just get one of these uh, devices and go ahead and measure it. Okay, so first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to turn it to electrical fields, okay? So I'm going to go to the smart board right here. Not too bad, eh? So electrical fields aren't bad go magnetic. Big big uh, magnetic fields, so I have to stand like this far away, so I'll have to try that next time I try to write on the board, right? So I wouldn't want to be hanging out at this level for too long, okay? So let's, let's take a look at um, the radio frequencies. Now, this is not really you can see it's a little bit, but let's take a look at my cell phone. So I'm holding this. Here's my cell phone. Okay. Now I'm going to click on wake up the email. Look at that. There's a lot of frequencies coming off that phone right now, right? So can you imagine holding this to your head? everyone does it all day long. So you want to keep this away from your head and use your speaker phone. There's other things you can do as well, but um, do not do this with your your head, okay? Don't touch this thing. In fact, when you bought the phone, you even signed something for them to tell you not to do that, okay? Look at this on this light. That's an electrical field. Let's check magnetic fields. Not too bad. So we're going to check a light that's off. Magnetic fields are low, Let's go to electrical fields. Look at that. That's crazy. It's off. Why is that? Because there's still voltage in the wire. There's pressure. It's just not turned down at this level. This is why we want to disconnect the cord at the bottom. Don't look into the light, right? I mean, even this far away, you can see that it's quite high. It should be 0.5. Electrical is really high. See the wire is really high. Now I'm going to unplug this light. See, there's nothing now. So you can see when you go to sleep, you want to unplug that or put a switch down here to turn it off. The goal is to reduce the amount of electrical magnetic frequencies around your body at night. Since you spend so much time you know, in your life sleeping, we want to reduce EMFs. Why? Because it decreases the production of melatonin from the pineal gland. In fact, it could decrease your stage four sleep, your deep delta wave sleep. So even though you're sleeping, you're not resting. So there's some very, very simple things you can do. Okay. You can just unplug these devices to your light and your alarm clock and just get a battery clock. Okay. Or you can spend $4 and get one of these uh, on-off switches that you plug into the outlet then you can plug in the cord into these and turn off the power where the outlet is, and that will cut down on the EMF considerably. Another thing you really want to make sure you do is to take your cell phone and either put it on the other side of the room or put it on airplane mode because this cell phone is emitting a lot of uh, unfriendly energy to your brain, to the heart, to your cells. Let's keep it really simple. Number one, turn your cell phone to airplane mode. Number two, unplug the cords from the outlets that are close to your bed or get one of those little switches that you can turn it off at this level right here. Now, you may find if you get a tester that the cables in the wall uh, are a problem. I'm not going to go that deep in this video, but uh, I suggest that you do get one of these devices to measure um those fields, and then you can really see. The one I'm going to recommend is the Tri-Field EMF meter model TF2. I'm not affiliated with the company. I don't get any commissions, but this is one of the better ones because you can measure all sorts of things around your house. I will do a video on your computer space. That's another area that we need to talk about because the power cables, the surge protector underneath the computer, the battery backup, the lights, the printer. All of this will be giving off a lot of unfriendly energy that can make you very tired. It can affect the heart. It can even cause arrhythmias and a lot of other problems. Next one, get a battery-operated clock Okay, instead of a plug-in. You're going to find that that little action will actually reduce the EMF. If you have a waterbed, get rid of it. The electrical heater in that waterbed creates a big problem with your body. If you have heating pads, that's another big problem because the electrical fields that are created from that are very bad, especially if you're sleeping with one on your back all night long. So it may help your back pain, but then create back pain by creating this electrical field. And then electric blanket, really bad because it puts a whole field around your entire body. Not very healthy. Now, some people are really sensitive to EMF. Some people are not but I'm just talking about the long-term effects that it can create on your body, especially with your sleep cycles. All right, guys, kind of a rather long video, but I think it's a very important one. Thanks for watching.